Ahoy hoy! Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And we are continuing our way through the entirety of the series. We started at season one, episode one, and have made it now to season three, episode three. What? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. We win. All we need, all we need is another three. And yeah. then we'll have three threes that will mean nothing, I guess. <laughs> you mean season 33? I was thinking about that thing I sent you with the um, with the pregnancy test from uh, Apu. Uh, uh-huh. Baby? Baby? Yeah. Lemon. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, at any rate, um, uh, we are at season three, episode three, When Flanders Failed. And I, I, uh, I think I said this last week before we got started, I was nervous about this yeah, episode. Yeah, you did say that. So I think you can probably tell why I oh, was yeah, nervous for sure. about this episode. For sure. But anyways, uh, that's okay. We're going to talk all the way through it. And, oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Robert's been drinking orange soda I today. Have, I have an orange soda. I love orange Who soda. Who loves orange soda? This guy. Robert loves orange soda. That's right. Wanta, 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 fanta. <laughs> did I, you ever watch Keenan and Kel when you were little? When you were a kid? No. I, oh. I hated all that. Well, this is Keenan and Kel. It's their own show. I know, but it was a spinoff of all that. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It wasn't all that first. It, but it was like a sitcom. <laughs> it wasn't a sketch comedy show. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, I hated it so much. I didn't even give it the time of day to know that much There's about some it. classics <laughs> from oh, that. Yeah? Anyway, Kel loves orange soda in that show. Gotcha. And he'll say, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Oh, all I remember is the movie Good Burger. Oh, but, yeah. And here's, you know what's funny about that is that, like, I hated all that. And I did not watch, obviously, the Keenan and Kel show, but I still remember really wanting to see Good Burger, Good Burger in the theater. Weird. Uh, and you know what I attribute that to? Nickelodeon understanding how to advertise to kids. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Like, I, I liked all that, and I liked Keenan and Kel. <laughs> Obviously, that's what I was watching while you were watching The Simpsons. I was watching The Simpsons mm-hmm. and Garfield. That's what I really watched. What I really loved Garfield. when I was a kid was Pee Wee Herman oh. and Garfield. No, I did not like Pee Wee. He freaked me out. Oh, man. I, was, man. I used to sit and watch Pee Wee. I actually wrote a letter to Pee Wee Herman after he got busted mm. jerking it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I, I remember because I used a word that I didn't really understand in the letter, but I knew was well it, I guess I was, was it jerking it? <laughs> <laughs> Dear sir. <laughs> I'm sorry you got caught jerking it. <laughs> I mm. we all choke the chicken from time to time. But <laughs> I I heard recently it was probably on TikTok because uh-huh. that's where I get all my information these days. Yeah, that apparently like that was a theater where that kind of behavior was encouraged, and like oh, he just really? happened to be there when there was a sting or something. Oh, yeah, like it, like essentially, it's like not as tawdry as we all thought it was. Yeah, I mean, still, well, somewhat we all tawdry, loved, but we all love to pretend that we would never. Oh, yeah. like watch pornography. Yeah, right. <laughs> Except for Homer, <laughs> I was, I was at, at the pornography <laughs> yes, store. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Hey, we should tell the um, the listeners how good I am at getting uh, at identifying episodes in their very early scenes. These 
these days. Yeah. Now you, now you being, uh, I assume if you listen to this, you you two are season Simpsons fans, <laughs> and you might be like, shut up when I say this to you. Because, but like, I, I, I'm, the reason I say that is because like I am very bad at identifying Simpsons episodes. In the in the opening scenes, mm-hmm. Caitlin is getting better. I'm getting better because at it. I randomly thought about Cape Fear the other day. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, was, to be exact. Oh, yeah, it was yesterday. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I was, I was I was peeing is what I was doing. I was standing in the bathroom and I remembered a meme that I saw earlier. And you may have seen this out in Meme World, where somebody, you know, it's it's the girl at the concert who is uh-huh. who is uh, yelling talking. in the kids' ear. Yeah, yeah. he looks disinterested. Well, somebody dressed. Uh, dress her up to look like Sideshow Bob in the HMS Pinafore scene. Uh, I don't think I saw that. And uh, oh well, I saved it. I'll show it to you. Okay. Uh, we'll put it on the uh, on we'll the put, Insta. Well, well, yeah, we'll put it on the Instagram. Okay. And um, at any rate, uh, I thought about that while I was peeing, and I walked immediately into the living room and turned it on. And Caitlin goes, "Oh, I didn't see which one it is." And I was like, "Oh, you'll know it." And it opened up. And what I meant I was, I didn't get it like in the first second. I got it when they when Lisa's reading her letter and then they go Bart ha- you have a letter too and I was like oh this is Cape Fear this by the way <laughs> is the very funny letter that ends with sincerely little girl yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so well it, it, I was what, impressed I mean I would not have gotten what it. you didn't know though was that I had watched Cape Fear yeah. like a week ago <laughs> yes. by myself uh, so um I was watching the back-to-back bangers Homer's Barbershop Quartet and Cape Fear those followed are... by Homer Goes to College. So you got... That's, yo, that's a triple decker. That's three pretty good episodes bang, right bang, in bang. a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we go... So sometimes Caitlin and I will decide to be extra fat. And <laughs> we will go to two different uh, fast food places and bring mm. the food home and put it out on the table like <laughs> like um, low country boil style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we call that a fatty special. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, our friend Sasha doesn't call it the fatty special. He refers to that as a bang bang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess that's a bang bang bang. We, yeah, <laughs> we we sometimes call it a bang bang, but we'll call it a fatty special too. Uh huh. We so, don't do it that often. Please don't judge us too harshly. Yeah, we just normally get an, a, a ridiculous amount of food from one location. Yeah, and bring it back here and put it on the table. It's true. <laughs> Why did they give us four forks? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> sir are you sure you don't want more drinks <laughs> nah just the two the two is fine thank you sir <laughs> maybe like, some extra cups <laughs> Get the pe- guys this is how you know it's bad is that we know our pizza delivery people <laughs> oh yeah and they, one of them's name is robert yeah one of us he brings us free stuff every now and then which is awesome here's a yeah. true story we we give them shout outs in the domino's tracker we'll like right we're yeah. like you guys are awesome yeah. megan is the mvp megan. <laughs> no here is a true story Poor megan who works like every fucking day I, yeah i know right <laughs> i uh anyway i told you that robert is one of our drivers and uh i there is a chinese place our favorite hole in the wall chinese place here uh, is next to the Domino's that delivers to mm-hmm. us and i was going to pick up some chinese food for us and Robert came walking out with a with a stack of pizzas. And he saw me like, and you know what's remarkable to me about this is like this is totally out of context, right? Like he sees me waiting at the garage. Like yeah. that's when he sees me. But he recognized me right away, and he goes, "Yo, calm down. I'm on my way." Jeez, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Oh, sorry, we're we're cheating on you with with uh, the Chinese place." Although he was he was definitely understanding. He was like, "Oh man, I have to be careful. I would eat at that place every day." Yeah, <laughs> so. 
Anyway. Uh, okay, now that you know how fat we are, let's get into this episode, shall uh, I we? I feel like I should round out, because I never actually said, I said that when I wrote that letter to oh, Amy Herman sorry. afterwards, uh, I used a word. The word was ashamed. Oh. And I remember having to ask my momo how to spell ashamed. Were you telling him how ashamed you were? <laughs> or were you telling I, him not to be ashamed? Actually, what I wrote him was, I don't believe that you did this, mm. but if you did, you should be ashamed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh poor little pious Robert. Hey, let me tell you something, Paul Rubens. Uh, I still love you, and I think you're very funny, and you are a significant and important part of my childhood. I know you listen to this podcast, of yeah. course, so naturally. So here, here's a weird thing. <laughs> I did not list, watch Pee Wee Herman at all. In fact, I think I watched the Pee Wee movie with you for the first time way back in the day. Oh, with like yeah. large Marge and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a Pee Wee Herman lunchbox for some reason. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it was like when I was in preschool, so it might have been like a hand-me-down from somebody. But there's there's actually a very funny Family Guy parody of the opening of uh, of Pee Wee's Playhouse mm-hmm. because Peter gets money. I think I think it's actually reparation money. Oh. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Because he discovers that one of his ancestors is black. Oh. Okay. But anyways, the, the point is that he spends it all on himself instead uh-huh. of giving back to the community. Right. And he, he's bouncing around in his Peter's Playhouse, and he's like, there's a chair, that freaking talks. Hey, look, there's a fish that give advice. Holy crap. <laughs> he, opens up the, uh, he opens up the box with, um, oh, 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 uh, the, who's, the, who's the magic guy? Uh, Pandora? No. no. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, anyways uh, it's Brian who's dressed up in there, and, uh, and he says, Mecca like a hind, Mecca hind, God, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, it'll come to me later. Okay. Jombie! There you it, go. I don't know. Don't Jombie? ask me. Oh, I just man. We just established that I didn't like Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, man. Now now Sean Harley-Davidson is never going to oh, listen to this again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, another loss. Another great loss to Boo. us. Hey! 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 Celebra- celebration time. Okay. Thank you. We have just hit over 3,000 all-time downloads. Oh, wait, we wait, did wait. it. How do you do it? Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin. That You're was quite good. corking. Thank you, everybody. All okay. Right. When Flanders failed? Hey, look, this opening has only taken 10 minutes. Great. Good. <laughs> when Flanders failed. We let's... have to warm up. That's. Yeah, I got I got to get my gullet going. Uh, okay. I just made that phrase up. That's I think that'll, that'll stick. <laughs> Let's get the, instead of the goose, juices flowing, it's the gullet flowing. Yeah, I, Ew. I, I actually, you know, I kind of like gross. getting the gooses flowing. <laughs> <laughs> I sent Caitlin a video yesterday that she did not send to me and apparently saw before me, which was some yeah. guy like squeezing uh He was spawning out of trout. trout. <laughs> Disgusting. It was so gross. He was just like running his finger along the side. It was like... <laughs> all these eggs flying out of this poor trout and i i saw that a couple days ago btw and i said mm, i don't think anybody else needs to see this and here comes robert coming in hot not me robert has a list of 15 people who are on his unfo- who are unfortunately on his gets the tiktoks list yeah well and so all 15 of them got it with the caption that said i had to see this and now you do too <laughs> Rude. So, anyways, all right. right. When Flanders failed, Caitlin is going to kick us off, I guess. Sure. (laughs) Uh, When Flanders failed is production code 7F23. So, it is the 23rd episode produced for season two. Yeah, I've got something to say about that. You can feel that hard in this episode. Uh, It was written by John Vitti, directed by Jim Reardon, and it aired on October 3rd. 
1991. Wow. Which was my sixth birthday, everybody. Happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, that's Leo. <laughs> it's your birthday. Oh, oh boy. boy, there's not. Oh god, all the animals are coming in. So, um, we start with the credits. Yeah. So let me. I'm going to read the synopsis before we get rolling. Oh, if right, you would sorry. like to see the synopsis, uh, you or or you would check out. It's from the Simpsons Wiki. You can check it out in, with the link in the description. The synopsis is that when Ned Flanders announces at a barbecue that he is starting his own general store catering to the left general store catering to the left-handed. Homer wishes that his goody-goody neighbor would suffer fi- Sorry. <laughs> stupid. I knew it was going to happen with this orange soda. Um, his goody- Homer wishes that his goody-goody neighbor would suffer financial ruin. Meanwhile, Bart takes karate class but ends up cutting the activity when he realizes that the task was not as exciting as it was cracked up to be. Okay. Uh-huh. I get that. Yeah. Kind of a... Kind of a lowercase b plot <laughs> yeah. uh, in this one. Yeah. But that's okay. All right. So we open up. We've got the uh, credits, the long credits. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the chalkboard gag was nobody likes sunburn slappers. I've never heard it referred to that, smacking somebody on their sunburn. I just... No. I don't think I even had a term for that. Yeah, me either. Uh, unlike uh, our, our uh, listener Carrie's favorite phrase, belly button butter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, so um, <laughs> I uh, uh, and, then, and then of course the um, oh dang the couch gag there was the Egyptian oh, couch yeah, gag. Yeah. Hey, this is the third time mm-hmm. they have used this couch gag. Really? Yes, it is. Okay, I remember the first time. I don't remember. The yeah, time. so the first time is Simpson and Delilah. Okay. The second time is Homer versus Lisa in the Eighth Commandment. Oh, okay. And then the this time, of course, is when Flanders failed. That was something last night that I I mentioned when we were watching Cape Fear. It was like the like circus yes. couch da, da, gag. Da, 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 yeah, da, da, da. yep. That's used. I think that's like that's on some banger episodes. Uh-huh. But I don't. I like. I think it's on um, Barn After Dark as well, and some other ones. Oh yeah, I yeah. don't know. We can, uh, th- those are on the wiki, by the way. Yeah. You, can, you can trail it on the wiki, and uh, yeah. we can check it out. Let's do a bonus episode about that. That particular <laughs> that couch particular, gag. Yes. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's go through each couch gag and talk about it. <laughs> um, so a little bit, I, and I think this is what you were alluding to earlier. Um, I read on the wiki that this episode was, again, produced during season two. Uh-huh. But the animation studio in Korea was um training new animators oh which is why it looks so weird i mean and and not just the credits it looks really weird throughout especially the opening scene yeah i i the one of the notes i wrote down and i'll just go ahead and get to it it's not the first one but what i wrote down the words animation regression yeah like there's no like good shadow work here like it it, like the simpsons is so good about lighting in terms Mm -hmm. of like in places where it's dark like in three men in a comic book or any other now is it season one animation no it's better than that but it's still not like great yeah i would i would put this around like bart gets an f like yeah. First episodes of season two yeah. uh, is where we are looking at in terms of just animation itself. Right. Uh, in terms of story, I thought that it fit in pretty well with where we are in season three, early season three, late yeah. season two. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, anyway, yeah, you are correct to point that out. And uh, I, I was definitely going to bring that up if you hadn't. Yeah, there was some like other technical stuff on the wiki that I'm not, I won't get into. But like, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty obvious that this is... Can you is... give us a teaser? Now I'm interested. Like, what do you oh, mean? Oh, it, it talks about like the color saturation and stuff. Of oh, the well, you lost me. Credits. Yeah, I know, I know. So that's why I'm not going to get oh, into it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair. I sh- you know what? I should trust you. Yeah. <laughs> my, so, but, my... but like, I mean... When even when it started, I was like, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" Mm-hmm. And then come to find out, that's why. Yeah. So. Okay. So at any rate, we uh, made it through the credits, and we open up with Homer. He's trying to mow the lawn with a, a weed, weed eater. eater. Yeah. Uh, when Caitlin and Caitlin and I's uh, in mine and Caitlin's first house. Uh, you could have definitely mowed the lawn with oh, a weed eater. Oh, for sure. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I did that at some um, point. But uh, but Homer's lawn is significantly larger mm-hmm. than our first lawn, and he's out there, and as is a common trope with Homer Simpson when he's doing any kind of work that requires a tool, the tool has <laughs> yeah. a label on it that says... Property of Ned Flanders. Yep. Yep. So uh, he's out there working away, and Flanders comes up to him and is like, no, the weed whacker's just for the edges. You're uh-huh. going to be out here all day. And, you know, of course, that rubs Homer the wrong way. Yeah, he says, I'm almost done. Uh, Ned then says, well, listen, if you're finished by tomorrow, he's joking with him here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're finished by tomorrow, come on over and strap on the feed bag. We'll fire up the old, pro- up old, old propane, propane Elaine <laughs> and put the heat to the meat. Nummy num num. Yeah, so he gives him a little invitation and... Um, he takes it into the house and the the family's discussing it. Yeah, Homer is Homer is like immediately put off by him, like not just by the comment, but by the fact that he has the gall to invite him to yeah. his cookout. Yeah, and, so uh, but we, we we cut into the household, you're right, and uh, Homer has already expressed that he's not gonna go. Mm-hmm. But Lisa is looking at a printed barbecue slash cookout invitation. Mm-hmm. And is this I mean, this is. There's at least two of these in the series. There is this one. Flanders barbecues. No, there's no. I'm oh. sorry. There's at least two. Like someone went to a stationery oh, store. B-Y-O-B-B? And printed. Yeah, and yeah. printed out invitations to I mean, the barbecue. This is. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's very formal. Can we get something out of the way real quick? Sure. I am going to use the word barbecue a lot in this episode. But you don't mean it. It's not. Yeah. What The, the word that we would use for this, I think we've actually talked about this before on here, is the word that we would use for this is cookout. But they call it a barbecue. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I also take issue with the device that's used, um, but we'll get we'll okay. get there in a minute. <laughs> Robert has some thoughts. Everyone is just on the edge of their seat. I, I know can it. feel it. I can feel it. Yeah. So Lisa reads the invitation and says, yep. the, uh, it says, the Flanders are having a beef a thon, incredible nettables and modacious vittles. Mm. And then they're like, hmm, I think that means he's having a barbecue. Uh huh. So. And Homer, of course, is complaining. Why doesn't he just say so? Uh, Marge responds, he's trying to be friendly. If you just gave Ned Flanders a chance, and boy, how Marge has the audacity. Trigger here. warning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For for Homer, not for anybody listening to this, unless you don't want to talk about meat. Oh, come on. You know the song. Hens love roosters. Geese love ganders. Everyone else loves Ned Flanders. Yep. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, at any rate, um, Marge essentially 
She very mildly defends Ned Flanders here, which Homer takes to be just the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's, he, he responds with, oh, well, here we go again. Look, I don't care if Ned Flanders is the nicest guy in the world. He's a jerk. End of story. And Marge then says the thing that she should never say to Homer. Yeah. She says, we can't hold it against him because he has things a little better than we do. To which Homer, of course, responds, excuse me, better, thanks a lot, Marge. You really put me in my place. Uh, he said, don't get me wrong. It's worth feeling three inches tall to find out what kind of a person you really are. Marge Simpson, president of the International We Love Fan- Flanders Fan Club. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, God. I said, uh, jerk-ass Homer is coming in hot here. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, like, there's really no need. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, uh, this is, uh, this is, uh, I'm sure that if you've listened to other podcasts, this is what made me nervous about this episode, because I knew what it was about. Right. And I have seen it before. There are actually a couple of min- moments in this episode that I remember from being little and watching. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess when I was a little kid, like it didn't bother me as much. It kind of reminds me of a particular family member of mine who I've told Caitlin before. I think when I was a little kid, I liked because he behaves like a little kid. Mm, oh, yeah. And, uh, and, but now that I'm an adult, I don't enjoy being around this person. Right. Because he behaves like a child. Right. And like, like thinks of, thinks of himself as like super dude and whatever the right. hell else. Like, but uh, he is not <laughs> yeah, yeah and and so like this is what i get out of homer in these and maybe it's just me like hey you know uh leave us a comment on the on the facebook group like what do you think about these kinds of moments with homer because they just absolutely rub me the wrong way yeah i would agree with that um and i and i i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off i just mean to say like i acknowledge that they're supposed to rub you the wrong way right. but it makes me not want to watch what's happening right? right i get that um and I feel like there's there's people in our lives now and like here, what, 30 plus years later, like the world is a very different place. Sure, so when sure. people are quick to jump to conflict, that's not something I want to deal with. Yeah. And like there, I, we know people like that too. And it's I, like, for fuck's sake, y'all, like, come on. Like, I, I guess like, it's just, yeah, I think you're right. Like the world is different in this, in this right, because I... I I am not afraid to tell people that they're being turdy. Right. <laughs> like, and I'm not afraid to like combat people's negative attitudes. Like I've known so many people uh, in the place where we work who just have such super negative attitudes about everything. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see them, I always start by saying something positive <laughs> to right. try and combat their negative attitude all right. the time. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like with everything that's going on now in 2022, Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that shit. Like there's enough of that in the world that I, I don't want that like in my own sphere, you know, there was a situation fairly recently where, uh, one of our relatives was staying at at the hospital with another relative and they weren't like going home to shower and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And I told Caitlin, I was like, do we need to like step in and, Step in millennium, like millennial self care. Police this, like just be like, listen, you have got to take care of yourself. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, am, don't am, don't be a martyr. Am It'll I be about fine. to be Jonathan Van Ness over yeah. here? 
<laughs> and like bust in you, with my wearing a kimono. Yeah, you'd have to wear like sequins yeah. and like just spin around a lot. <laughs> yes, honey, go home. Shower that hair. <laughs> uh, we love Jonathan Van Ness in this house. Uh, we certainly do. Yeah. What a what a giant like what what a what a what a uh, I don't know like a an icon of self care and loving like yeah. and just like just like like wholesomeness mm-hmm. uh i just i yeah i mean i hope that it's not just a tv personality because i really really like do you him. follow him on instagram i don't okay you should he's he's fun i will he does gymnastics and he does um <laughs> yes. ice skating and he like Every morning when he makes his coffee, he d- he dances around to a different song every day. It's just oh yeah, I think it's I'm, very I think refreshing. You showed me some of those dancings. Yeah, 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 that's good. Well, you know what? The world needs people to put positive things into the world. Absolutely, uh, because there sure is enough negativity. Now here. let's talk about this episode. <laughs> Oh, no, I thought we were, I thought we were covering queer eye today. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Karamo, what's your job? I don't understand. Yeah, am I right? <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. So, anyways, uh, if, if, long story short, Homer's not going to go to the barbecue because he's a butthole, right? And everyone else is going to go. Yeah. Marge so, shows up mm-hmm. with potatoes au gratin. Yes, we have got to learn. We have got to make some potatoes au gratin. Did I'm y'all know? Sure, it's not that hard. Did y'all know that I always thought that. <laughs> What apparently are called scalloped potatoes. Uh-huh. I always thought they were called escalloped potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he learned that they're actually called scalloped potatoes like, mm, I don't know, two years ago. <laughs> I was willing. <laughs> I was willing to die on that hill, I think. I was like, you're wrong. <laughs> but at the same time, I also was like out of college before I realized it was called a chest of drawers. Right. Not, not a chest of drawers. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, so we're at we're at the the barbecue. We are at the AKA cook- picnic cookout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> AKA cookout. That's right. Marge rolls in. She's got she she's brought something. Hey, that's a good guess, right? She's come up with uh-huh. some with something good to eat. Yeah, and um, she tells Ned that Homer sends his apologies. There's mm-hmm. some important work at the plant that only he could take care of. Yep. And then we cut to the Simpsons living room. And the important the important work at the plant is watching the Canadian Football League draft, apparently. You know, we just said a moment ago that the world has changed so much, but like this would also be a funny joke in, in oh, 2022. Yeah, for and sure. it was. Like, I hope all the players go to the Montreal Alouettes because yeah, that's, right. that's the best team in the Canadian Football League, if you ask me. I actually was thinking about this in terms of like uh XFL. You know, like the in 2020, like Caitlin and I and several of our friends like went to a bar to watch the first uh, DC Defenders game, mm-hmm. and like we were like planning on going to a game like the the week that everything shut down, or like the week after everything shut down. Yeah. Uh, like we were, yeah, we were I think we we're gonna go to like, the game to at the end of March. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and of course all that every all that other stuff happened, and Vince McMahon showed his his true colors uh, and has since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, at any rate, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I enjoy watching football other than the NFL, especially college football. I think y'all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I, even at that, I think that we would all agree that watching the Canadian Football League draft It's, it's is, pretty. It's like we watched a Savannah Bananas game last night. And that did. was – it was interesting. I mean, it was on ESPN+. Plus, mm-hmm. So it was being broadcast. You can tell they're not very good professional baseball yeah. players. It's like it was kind of painful to watch. If you ever go, like, if you are a fan of the NHL, and then you go and watch like 
a uh, an American Hockey League game, you see you can see immediately the difference, yeah. right? And like you, you actually can see it too. Like you, I love curling. I love Olympic curling. It's such a good like screw your neighbor game. Uh, and I really wish that it was more common around here. We like to bring positivity into this <laughs> world. <laughs> we do. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, uh, but like I've watched like, like the TV, the Roku now knows that I like curling and mm -hmm. so it'll tell me when other curling championships are on and you can see the difference right you can mm -hmm. see the difference between olympic quality and then just like other championship that's why i i like the notion that in the olympics they should have a regular person competing against <laughs> everybody else because like you know you know even the person that comes in last place in whatever race yeah is gonna smoke the regular person i yeah i watched or uh, I, I saw somebody uh, say this or somebody wrote it maybe it was a twitter rant or something like that uh several years ago and they were like essentially what they were saying was people are saying that this alabama football team should play the last place nfl team you know yeah. like when when bama of course and bama will probably this year be at the top of the league but like the thing is like they were like you don't understand how good the worst player in the nba is right, right. like no matter how good you are <laughs> Or how good you, you don't know how many people like how 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 good like this guy you knew from high school was the worst player in the NBA would absolutely yeah. smoke you exactly and so I do think that would be a fun thing to do uh, and it would I think it would I think that. I think the Olympics would benefit because I think the people at home would start to cheer for, you know, the, the little guy, Bob or right. Azir or who, you know, right. some, somebody, you know, some person right. <laughs> who's just chosen for this event. The, regu the regular dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, Homer's at home laying on the couch. He is muttering to himself. Oh boy, we are tangential today. Yeah, uh, we are. Uh, Homer, he is muttering to himself, you know, oh, go ahead, Marge, have a ball. Well, what if they all come back and I was dead from not eating? Yeah, fat chance. Uh, <laughs> uh, they cry their eyes out. Oh, we should never have gone to the Flanders. Why do we go to Flanders' house and leave Homer alone with no food? <clears throat> anyway, uh, this doesn't last very long. No. Because Homer, who apparently was going to fire up old propane Elaine, uh, is clearly cooking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ned. Ned. Ned, yeah. who is going to fire up old propane Elaine. We cut to a picture of him putting burgers on, or flipping burgers, and mm -hmm. it's very clearly charcoal. <laughs> Oh, I didn't see that. This was the beef, I didn't, I didn't so to speak, attention. that I had hey with this. <laughs> no pun intended. And just like a cartoon dog, well, actually, there is a cartoon dog. It's Santa's little helper yeah, here. Santa's little helper. The uh, the smell of the burgers comes drifting in the window at the Simpson household. Yeah, and that is just too much for um, Homer to handle. Mm -hmm. So he beelines out the door, goes over to the Flanders house, yep. and just basically like <laughs> sweeps the entire table. Piles up. Yeah, piles up. Uh, uh, a, a plate of burgers and uh, just all sorts of food. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ned sees him, who sees Homer, says, Hey, Homer. And uh, Homer just scuttles, scuttles away, <laughs> hides himself behind the tree. Yeah. So then Bart and some kids are playing tag, really doesn't contribute to anything. It doesn't. It's just, I guess it's just background of what's happening while Homer is stuffing his face with yeah. these burgers over here. Oh, uh, oh wait, no, we're not quite there yet, but we're almost there. Um, but uh, I was gonna say, what did you did y'all do? Did y'all do tags backs tag tagsies backsies? No, I mean I remember playing like freeze tag and flashlight tag, uh -huh. but I don't remember like the rules. I don't think it mattered to us. 
I was a pretty fat kid, so I didn't do a lot of freeze tagging. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you'll recall, we just played wiffle ball uh, in in the the front yard. So anyway, excuse me. Uh, We... uh, the kids uh, drop a line and Homer laughs at it. Eh. Yeah, and, and then everybody's gathered around the table. Yes. So, now, did you notice who was there? I didn't because I noticed something about the food. You go first. Okay, well, so apparently some of the people from... Um, oh, fuck. What's the episode where they go to the, the company picnic um, in season one? Oh, Appar- uh, 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 No Disgrace Like Home? Yes. Apparently some of the people that yes. were there yes. I'm proud are of myself. here. Yeah. Good job. Um, but Martin's parents are there. Uh-huh. Martin isn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just a little tidbit I noticed. Uh, I noticed that we were at a cookout slash... And there's a fucking turkey yes. on the table. <laughs> that's yeah. what I noticed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as, as a turkey? Yeah. <laughs> I wrote um, turkey, double question mark, also coals, as in charcoal, double question yeah. mark. <laughs> so... Um, Ned is addressing everybody at the table mm-hmm. and he's talking about, he's making an announcement. Uh-huh. He says, as of Friday, I'm saying toodaloo to the pharmaceutical game. Yep, so yep, yep. turns out he's a pharmacist. I don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, he's leaving the, the profession and he's going to open, or he's talking about being left-handed. He's going to open a store cater to selling goods to left-handed people. I can't believe you skipped right over this. I'm so sorry. How could you possibly skip over this with me sitting right here in front of Go you? Go ahead. He makes the claim that sinister is Latin for left-handed. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That's not true. No. <laughs> sinister in Latin oh, means boy. left, as in like to the left. Right. It can mean wicked or evil, but... In Rome, in ancient Rome, it actually indicated good fortune uh, because it was a to the east, essentially. And so uh, that is my tidbit for you. Okay, Sinister thank you. is a Latin word, but it just means left. Right. <laughs> I said right. Uh, uh, it wasn't, that was not intentional. Uh-huh. Anyway, he is going to call this new store the Leftorium. Yep. And after that, you know, everybody kind of breaks and then um, he comes up to Homer and he's like, I want to know what you think about the left or the leftorium. And Homer's like, well, I think it's pretty dumb. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, Flanders acknowledges that it's risky and whatnot. And um, they converse for a little bit more and and then he he asks him where is it going to be? And he um, he asks him if he's like, is it going to be in the merry old land of Oz? Uh-huh, Homer. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's going to be at the Springfield Mall. Yeah, and Maud pops up out of nowhere here mm-hmm. uh, with the wishbone from the turkey. Mm-hmm. I guess the purpose of the turkey was to give us this to plot device. To give us the wish- wishbone, <laughs> yeah. So she asks him to make a wish, and Homer doesn't want to, but they do. And he wishes for the leftorium to fail. Yeah, he goes through a couple of, a couple of scenarios here. One is... Uh, uh, the president declares world peace, and yeah. then he's got these are newspapers that are popping yeah. up in his head. And the other one is the headline says President Homer Simpson declares world peace, mm-hmm. and then President Simpson wins the Super Bowl. No, yeah. none of these are good enough. And then he he imagines uh, Flanders standing in front of his closed store, head hung low, yeah, very sad. And they pull the bone. Yep, and Homer Homer wins. Yep, 
and he's jazzed about it. He's, you know, being a sore winner, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, Marge utters that phrase at one point, right? Mm-hmm. There, uh, there is a such thing as being a sore winner. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe that was in my subconscious. I didn't realize that. So uh, they somebody asked, either on modern Ned asked what they wish he wished for, and Ned, no, it was, okay. And then Ned tells her, "Oh no, no, don't!" Or tells Homer, "Don't say it, otherwise it won't come true." Mm-hmm. And we we do get this pretty funny moment where Homer he he cut, he then cuts and says, "Oh, that would be a shame, wouldn't it, Flanders?" And begins to laugh maniacally, and Maud and <laughs> Maud and. Uh, Ned are just like, uh, and they start walking away. Then he starts choking on the Mm -hmm. burger and he turns purple. Yeah. Flanders is, of course, the person who is administering the uh, Heimlich maneuver. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, um, we cut back to the Simpsons house and Bart is watching Itchy and and Scratchy. Lots of Itchy and Scratchy in this episode. Yeah. And, um, were they implying that bart is fat yes they were okay yes because bart starts laughing yeah and they're like zoomed in it's a really weird angle they're zoomed in on his belly and he's laughing yeah and march comes in from the kitchen and she says bart how many hours a day do you watch tv and he tells her six Uh but seven if there's something good on yep so this then begins our b plot our b minus plot (laughs) (laughs) um uh of marge wanting Bart to get some exercise. Yeah. And you know, like I, I have to say like, this is so, uh, this also translates to the modern day because now instead of it being TV, people are complaining about kids being on their phones all the time. Yeah, Screen time. Yes. And I, I love how like the generation, the, the boomer generation complains about kids never going outside to play and, uh, and they, they're always stuck to their phones or stuck to watching TV and all this. When if you talk to boom, the boomer generation about their childhood, what the fuck do they talk about? They talk about fucking Captain Kangaroo. Right. They talk about the Bozo the Clown show. Right. Like all their memories are of watching TV. TV. So Yeah. Like, uh, the Lone Ranger, yeah. like, and, you know, Mr. Ed, and that might be a little early for boomer children i think that was late that's 50s l- no maybe well i guess that's, yeah. no that's boomer yeah uh, uh anyway all yeah. that is to say that y'all are watching tv too so get off our asses exactly. also millennials are almost 40 years old yeah stop talking to us like we're kids yeah um so yeah marge is encouraging him maybe to go outside get some fresh air a little uh little exercise uh-huh and he's he's not into it. He wants he says, Marge, TV gives me so much and asks for so little. That's Homer. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. Oh, that's yeah. Because uh, she tells him to go outside oh, okay. and get some exercise, and uh, Homer is standing there and he says, Marge, TV gives so much and asks so little. It's I a boy's see. best friend. Uh, and she goes, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at any I rate, f- I feel like this is a very um, meta conversation as to like what's going on in the early nineties in America. Uh-huh. Cause I feel like, you know, the, the screen time conversation, as you're saying is not a new one. No. And I feel like it was just as prevalent in the nineties as it is today. Yeah. So, uh, so at any rate, um, 
We uh, we are then still we're still in the we're still in the room, but on the TV pops up a commercial, and our friend Akira is back. Yeah. Uh, this time he is, he is hawking a uh, karate school, and so he uh, he says, you know, uh, karate focuses the mind and gives one self confidence. People from all walks of life, doctors, homemakers, landscape architects, choreographers, uh, high karate at low prices. Um. <laughs> uh. uh, and then we cut. Uh, we, we have a picture in the commercial of uh, someone in a Was- George Washington wig. I cannot tell a lie. This is a great deal because they're advertising for ten dollars per class. Mm-hmm. That is a pretty good it's deal. Washington's birthday sale. And so, anyways, uh, Bart suggests, "Hey, what if I learn karate?" And she says, "That sounds fine." So <laughs> Homer responds to her by saying, "See, you knock TV, and then it helps you out. I think somebody owes somebody a little apology." <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to find if it's actually George Takei doing the voice this time. Um, oh, I don't know. For Akira. So, uh, at any rate, uh, Homer is in the uh, Homer uh, is going over to the mall, and he walks past none other than, of course, the Leftorium. And he walks in, and of course, there's nobody there. Uh, he walks in and uh, gloatingly says, hey, Flanders, how's business? And his response is, oh, a little pokey, but things are going to pick up. We, uh, how's, how's the search going? It's not being fruitful. Use the book. Oh. Maybe the book will help. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> the laptop is literally sitting, sitting on, top, on the book. On so the, the book. fan doesn't go crazy. Um, <clears throat> So anyways, uh, it, when Homer is uh, talking to Ned here, a woman drops something back behind her, and she, and she acknowledges. Uh, she says, oh, I'm sorry. How much do I owe you? To which Ned responds in a very Ned fashion. Now, you put that money away. It was an accident. And she, she, she immediately takes advantage of Ned uh, by, saying, uh, by saying, oh, really? Well, thanks. Could you validate my parking? Uh, I, don't know that I, I don't know that I've ever been in a... Mall or a where place you have to get your parking validated. Yeah, uh, the book says nothing either, so we're gonna go with that. It is actually Georgia K. Okay, because I I don't actually know. Um, yeah, unless you're like in a big city, I feel like that's kind of a weird thing. Uh huh. I I I I mean, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, and even at that, I don't think that I ever encountered it. Uh, but at any rate. Uh, all that is to say that uh, Ned quickly validates her parking, and uh, Homer then asks him if he's sold anything, and he says, well, not yet, but one of the security guards took a long look at a left-handed ice cream scoop. Mm-hmm. Then we cut... Oh, my God. Knox, was that you? Oh, jeez. Something in this house stinks. Uh, anyway. What is this? It was like cat poop. Oh, maybe <laughs> Olive just ripped one in the box. Jeez. The box is not like, anywhere near us. It's like th- it's like 25 feet away from yeah. us. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the security guard took a, um, uh, a long look, and then we cut to the yeah. karate room. Yeah, so um, Akira is greeting the kids. He's, he's talking about taking them on the path to true karate. Um, and he gives them a book and Bart's like, nah, I don't want to do this. The, so, uh, first of all, the, fr- uh, the freaky here has the line that says, and this is our map, the art of Warby by Sun Tzu. Oh, I see what it is. Oh, it's, it's missing Warby. a space. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's missing a space. Yeah. I was, I was like the art of Warby. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, yes. Yeah, the art of war by Sun Tzu. 
Um, and you're right. Bart is like, uh, no. Akira, my good man, when do we get to break blocks of ice with our heads? Which is something they showed on the commercial. Yeah. Um, so... Akira's like, no, you must, first you must fill your head with wisdom, then you can hit ice with it. Yep. And um, he's like, okay, can I go to the bathroom? And he's like, you can if you believe you can. I appreciate Akira here, who is being a responsible karate teacher. Yeah. Uh, And so, uh, but Bard, of course, is having none of it. Yeah. He's like, pay money to read books to hell with this. Mm -hmm. And so he goes to the arcade. That's right. And he's playing some like Street Fighter sitch um mortal combat uh-huh. game and uh he this is where bart learns the touch of the death. touch of death yeah so like he he kills his opponent in the game with the touch of death uh-huh and he thinks that's great so then we're back at the simpsons household mm-hmm. and homer is delightfully telling the anecdote of him going to flanders store and the fl- and the store being deserted mm-hmm. uh and he then uh, gloatingly says to Marge, what do you think of your best buddy now? Yeah, and then Lisa chimes in, in a very Lisa way. This is the first time I remember hearing this word. Really? Okay. Yes. So she says, Dad, do you know what schadenfreude is? And he's like, no, I don't know what schadenfreude is. And she's, he's like, please tell me because I'm dying to know. Uh-huh. And she tells him, it's a German term for shameful joy, taking pleasure in others' suffering. Um. And uh, he <laughs> he tells her, he goes, no, come on, Lisa. I'm just glad to see him fall flat on his butt. Uh-huh. Totally missing <laughs> yeah, yes. the meaning of schadenfreude. Yeah, he's usually all happy and comfortable and surrounded by loved ones and makes me feel, oh, what's the opposite of that shameful joy thing of yours? And <laughs> we got a pretty good joke here that I missed in the immediately, but it clicked after a couple of seconds. Yeah. She said, sour grapes. Homer says, boy, boy those Germans have a word for everything. Yes, not, which, goddamn, if that's not the truth. Uh, that is true. Uh, but what I I missed it because what they were doing is they were equating equating sour grapes to sauerkraut. Hmm. She. That's what he said. Uh huh. Yeah. See, I'm not the only one who didn't, this didn't click for. She says. She says. He says. What's that opposite of shameful joy thing of yours? She says sour grapes. Yeah. Homer says, boy, those Germans have a word for everything. I see. Okay. Sauerkraut, sour grapes. Got uh-huh. it. Okay. Well, it also made sense in the context that Lisa said it, but that's fine. <laughs> it's like a good party dip. There's layers. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I so, say that because I went to a pool party the other day and there was seven layer dip ooh, and y'all, ooh. I love seven layer seven dip. Seven layer dip's so good. I like, Remember remember one Thanksgiving that well we had a Friendsgiving and uh-huh. one of our friends brought bought, brought seven layer dip in the shape of a Christmas wreath and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I um <laughs> Y'all, I stood next to the dip and they had the scoops, you know. So I was like getting a a a fuck ton of dip in each one of these things and i was standing there talking to some people this was like a this was a non-work function work party you know so like it was just like an extra thing Mm -hmm. and i was standing there talking to one of my uh they're actually one of my employees and i was just like god i love the seven layer dip and they were like "Uh uh-huh i was like you don't understand i really love seven layer (laughs) dip and they were like okay see you later (laughs) Um, maybe we can take that to our fantasy football draft party. Mm, that would be good. Yeah. We'd have to alter our order. Uh, too late now <laughs> for for our grocery pickup. <laughs> anyway, so 
uh, Marge asks Bart what he'd learned at karate school. Uh huh. And Homer's agrees because he wants to know what uh, what his ten bucks got. And then Homer, I'm sorry, Bart says that he learned the touch of death, uh-huh. which is true, but he didn't learn it at karate school. Yes, he did learn the touch of death. Uh huh. Right. Anyways, uh, he says, "Permit me to demonstrate." Lisa, shut your eyes, and soon you will be at peace. And he's sort of making like the surfer gnarly yeah, hand. Yeah. Well, with his forefinger, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then she... Lisa is scared. Yeah, Lisa. This is said... very un-Lisa of Lisa. Uh, yeah. She. She doesn't. She's more of like a. She's almost a background in this episode. She doesn't oh, for really. Sure have much to do yeah the like aside from be like threatened by bart and then later we'll see what happens but yeah well this uh, yeah like she is involved only in the b minus plot and she also like the thing is like you could take this whole touch of death sequence yeah. thing out of this and yeah. it would not matter exactly uh so anyways i guess that's what a b plot is yeah Uh, so (laughs) so she's telling bart to quit it quit it and then she finally says mom and (laughs) marge says bart don't use the touch of death on your sister (laughs) yeah that's solid parenting marge good job so then we cut back to the mall because bart is at the tv store watching more itchy and scratchy Mm -hmm. more itchy scratchy in this and anyways he realizes uh uh-oh it's almost time for class to be over. Got to get back over to the studio. Yeah. So he like runs through all these, pl- I mean, he's at the mall. So he's like running through some kitchen of some sort. He goes up the escalator or whatever. Uh-huh. And then he makes it to the karate studio. Yep. Homer's picking him up and um, he tells him that he, they learned how to rip a man's heart out yep. um, and show it to him before he dies. So... Homer's like, oh, yeah, that's good. Yep. He, he used one of my favorite phrases. Oh, that'll learn him. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and then we cut to the leftorium. Yep. Where we see Jimbo, Kearney, and Dolph standing outside, and they're talking about what they stole. Anytime that they are at a store, yeah. they are stealing something. Yeah. So, he, uh, one of them got a I Love Lefty shot glass. I think that was... Golf. Okay. Yeah. And then... um. Kearney got left-handed pinking, left-handed pinking shears, which yep. is very funny. Um, and then uh, they decide that they're going to go to the food court and steal some baked potatoes. Mm-hmm. So they drop everything they stole and run off. Yep. Uh, but the whole reason that we see them anyway is because Homer it walks past the leftorium and heads inside. Uh, gloatingly again asks Flanders, when are your busy hours? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Flanders being the perennial optimist that he is tells him that he's expecting things to pick up soon uh-huh. he thinks that word of mouth is starting to spread and then some guy comes in and he's like hey i hear you validate parking tickets without purchase and yep. sure is sure as shit he validates the um the parking ticket and he stamps it with his right hand does he yes <laughs> he sure does and something else i meant to bring up earlier is that Bart is left-handed. We have talked about Bart being left-handed. Bart is left-handed, And yeah. Homer's being a dick about the left-handed story, even though his own kid is left-handed. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, I don't want you to miss something here, because oh, this okay. is this is kind of a big deal. Uh, we This is the scene that identifies this character as the Stamp the Ticket Man. Oh. So uh, he's uh, he walks in and says, hey, I hear you validate without a purchase. And Ned responds with, right as rain, or as we say around here, left as rain. Mm-hmm. And the man says, just stamp the ticket. <laughs> and he does. With his right hand. You are yeah. correct. Yeah. I wonder if that's a um, 
I wonder if like Bart is intended to be right-handed, but it's a product of the animation process that he becomes left-handed. I don't know, but uh, you are. I mean, you're, you're right to you know point what it I mean? out. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they flip. Yeah. The, they flip the cells. Yeah. yeah. But I think. But you're right. Uh, Bart is definitely left-handed. Yeah. He does everything with his left hand. Yeah. Uh, he writes with his left hand for sure. Yeah. So every fucking episode on the chalkboard. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, which, which, by the way, which, by the way. Is a is an it would be an is an interesting choice, and it would seem to me that it was intentional, because uh, that's as far as as far as picture goes. Zooming in on that, it, it Bart would be in a better like director's position if he was writing. If he was writing with his right hand, because yeah. he would be more open to the shot of the right. camera. So I I assume that that's intentional. Yeah. Anyway, you're right. <laughs> Bart is left-handed. Yes. So um, we cut to Moe's, and Homer's there, and Moe asks him how his neighbor's store is doing. Uh-huh. And Homer tells him that it's lousy. He just sits there all day. Uh, he'd have a great job if he didn't own the place. Mm-hmm. And then we learn that Moe is having problems opening his wine yep. because he has a right-handed corkscrew. Yep. So there's a lot of lefties in um, Springfield, apparently. There, there are, and we'll see a we'll, bunch of them, We'll definitely we? learn, yeah. Anyway, uh, so... So Homer, Homer's like, ooh, he like thinks about telling him about the, the store, but then yep. he visualizes the store being closed, so he doesn't tell Moe about the store. Yep. Then we're back at the living room of the Simpsons household. Mm-hmm. Bart says, t- tells Lisa to change the channel. Oh, I remember those days, having yeah. to get up to change yeah. the channel. Uh, she says, you change it. And then he starts to mime the, uh, or do the, perform, quote unquote, the uh, touch of death on her. And she's like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. And so she changes it, gets back, and he says, ah, I grow weary of this new channel. Change it back. No, oh, Bart is abusing his power. Yeah. And again, like, this is something that could, totally could have been t- cut out of this episode. Yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then we're Well, at the, the credits are only so long, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so um, we're back at the power plant. Uh-huh. Well, we were never at the power plant in this episode, so we're at the power plant, and Homer's trying to get um, something from the vending machine. That's one of my favorite things to do. Back, um, I used to portray a, a loyalist at work, and people would be like, well, why don't you go back to England? And I would say, I've never been there. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't realize that, yeah. you know, is that loyalists are born here, are probably born in America. So even, and they are British subjects anyway. So yeah. technically you could be saying that they aren't, you are in England. Yeah. And something that people don't realize is that it's very, very common, even among those whom we would consider to be patriots in the 18th century, in 18th century Virginia to call Britain or England specifically home. They will they they will commonly refer to it uh, you know in conversation and in letters to one another as home even if they were born and have lived in America their entire lives. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a phrase thing. Yeah. yeah. So um, Homer is at the plant, not back at the plant. <laughs> yeah, he's at the plant. He's looking at the vending machine. He wants a candy bar, but there's only apples in the vending machine. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. And you know those apples. I mean, those are red delicious, so they're not going to be good anyway. So the story, I thought you were going to go into the story about the deer skin and the apple. Oh, yeah. (laughs) At work. (laughs) Y'all, we did a scene some years ago uh, that involved some British officers and or well, oh, sorry, it was, a, it was a sergeant. Uh, there was an officer, but the sergeant is the important character here in this story. And there was a person from the you know from the place uh, the, uh, that uh, where we live. And uh, anyway, he is or they are selling apples. And 
uh, in the scene, the sergeant has to take a bite of the apple. Anyway, uh, one day they were doing the scene two days in a row, and so someone just left an apple, uh, a whole apple, a fresh apple, in the basket. But the thing is, there was a buckskin in the basket, like a tanned buckskin. And the guy who was playing the sergeant uh, in the middle of the scene, <laughs> he, he's looking at this person who has the basket. They hand him the apple. He takes a bite out of it, and he visibly goes, <laughs> and he's like, it, but the thing is, like, he has to take a bite of the apple, and he has to like it because it convinces him to go get the officer. And he takes a bite. He's like, he's like you just wait here. <laughs> walks around backstage. And he, and I was the officer. He walks up and he goes, bleh, bleh. Oh, God. This tastes awful. Here, try it. <laughs> and I was like, and listen, like, like, I don't think that like, I don't think women in general do this, but I know that men in general do. If somebody says, this smells awful, or this tastes awful, here, like you then are you're obli- gonna, you're you are obliged it. to do it. You nah. have to do it. Yeah. And so like he hands me this apple. He's like, it's awful. Try it. And I, I took a bite and I went, no, I'm <laughs> y'all. It tasted like a buckskin. Like, I don't know how to explain it like to you. Like leather. Yes. I've never like bitten into a buckskin before, but I can tell you that that apple tasted like buckskin. Ew. It's, I guess it was a good example of like how like, they say like 90, 90% of taste is smell. smell. Yeah. And it, but it really, really was gross. And I, t- I think, I guess I told you the story and you were like, why? Oh, no, no. Our, one of our coworkers was there and she was like, why did you do that? And I was like, bro code. I was, ob- I was obligated to do it. Like yeah. if something really stinks and someone smells it and they say, here, smell, you're obligated to give them <laughs> what Jeff Foxworthy would for, refer to as a courtesy the, sniff. Yes. The courtesy yeah. sniff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because so. he knows that if I encounter that at some point, he is obligated to give one to me too. Right. <laughs> so anyways, we, there's apples in the vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut from the vending machine area to the hallway outside Mr. Burns's office. There is a, a suggestion box on the door. Uh-huh. Homer writes um, on the piece of paper. He says, no more apples in the vending machine, please. And as he's putting it into the box, Smithers opens the door. Yep. And, uh, he tells him to bring the box in and put it on Mr. Burns' desk. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure if the implication here was that Smithers was just waiting for someone to put a note in the box so that they could... He could take, read the... Yeah. Yeah, I don't I, know. Anyway, um, he does. He takes it over to Mr. Burns, and uh, Burns opens it up. He's got a cat with him, by the way, here. I know. And I I mean, I guess this just like lends to the devilishness of Mr. Burns. A very, very Dr. Evil, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, he, he takes a suggestion box, he opens it and he reads, we, we should point out first here that Burns doesn't know who, Mr. who, um, who he doesn't who know who, is. Yeah. he doesn't know who Homer is. Uh, anyway, so yes, he takes the, he takes the box, he opens it up and the first note is keep that handsome owner out of sight. He's distracting the female employees. And oh, then, yep. And then he goes Smithers. Smithers. And he, he's, Smithers very coyly says, got me. And he says, oh, there's a real one in here. Yeah. No more apples in the vending machine, please. Uh, first of all, that's pretty well constructed to come from yeah. Homer. Uh, but Burns immediately starts making fun of it. You know, 
things as oh, well. well. That's, that's almost, almost a, a sentence. sentence. Homer's yeah. trying to get out of there. He says, can I leave? Burns responds, well, don't worry. There'll be, pl- uh, of course, and don't worry. There'll be plenty of apples for you. No one will take away your precious apples. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, the, like, there's a lot of this episode that's pretty disjointed, and this is one of those It do- uh, This, I think, is where it feels more like early season two. Yeah. Even late season one, kind yeah. of, in this, like, it's kind of like they're trying to prove how wicked and evil Mr. Burns is. But if you've been following the series, you already know. Yeah. Like, so he's like mocking Homer. He's like, tell your secretary I said you could have a free apple. She'll make everything all right. I promise. Yeah. And then he's trying to open a can of cat food. I guess this is why the cat's oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And yeah. he can't do it because he doesn't have a left-handed cat yes. food My, my can kingdom opener. for a left-handed can opener. Yeah. That's Richard Third, right? My horse, my horse, my kingdom for a horse. I, I think so. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Um, so God, it then... still smells like cat poop in here. <laughs> hey, go talk. I'm going to go cover it up. Okay. It's got to be okay. exposed. So um, this is the second time now that Homer is like, oh, I know, like basically thinking to himself, I know a place where he can get it, but he wants the store to close and he doesn't tell. Um, his... Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew it was. I knew that was coming. Wow. I don't know if you could hear him. Apparently, the, the poop in the cat box is uh, impressive. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> Homer's uh, giving himself a pet talk. He says, Homer, just tell him about the store. And uh, or, no, I'm sorry. Flanders in Homer's mind is saying, come on, Homer, tell me, tell him about the store. I'm dying out here. And then Homer shuts it down. He says, sorry, Flanders. And that's it. So then we cut back to the Simpsons I, house. Uh, I was gonna, I was just gonna say here at this point, real quick, that uh, Mr. Burns was being a giant dick to Homer anyway, so he is absolutely unmotivated to tell him about the can opener. Like, even yeah. if Homer was going to tell people about the leftorium, I would wager that somebody, in most, I think many people would not tell Mr. Burns about it in this scenario anyway. Yeah, because he'd be an asshole. Yeah, that's so. true. Anyway, uh, yes. I'm glad you're back because that, that was hard. That was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard, right? Yeah. It's a, uh, that was a lot of poop over there, y'all. I, I did you tell them about the high fiber cat food? <laughs> no, we have to give the cats. Well, we have to give one cat high fiber cat food, and we cannot trust him, Leo, to eat yeah. his food, which is the high fiber food. So we give them both high fiber food, <laughs> and Olive. Um, She's a big cat, but she has impressive poops. She, yeah, she's she is a big cat, and also she is like, she's the alpha in the household, and like she's the oldest cat. She's the bigger of the two cats, and mm-hmm. she's the alpha in the household, despite being the recluse. Right. And I think that part everybody of her, else is scared of her. Yes, and part of her domination behavior, I guess, is that she doesn't cover her poop. That's true. And so, like, actually, sometimes Leo will go in there after she poops and, and cover it for cover her. cover it for her, yep. But, which is just... He's a good helper. <laughs> yes, he's so good. Um, but anyways, y'all, like, sometimes you'll walk in there and be like, Jesus how? Christ, how are did you that okay? Happen? Yes. like yeah. this- Especially, I mean, it's always been like that with her, but especially after we started giving them a high fiber food. Like sometimes it looks like you can see the chambers of their colon in it. <laughs> it's so big. Okay. <laughs> so. so that's enough of that. Um, we see, we go back to the Simpsons house. That gives me an idea for the description. Homer's uh, <laughs> driving home and... He, we should post a picture on Instagram. Good idea. I'm kidding. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to tag it. Escalator to nowhere pod. <laughs> uh, so uh, 
Onion, on, onion on my belt says to tag everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Homer drives home. We see that Flanders is having a yard sale, but yeah. like a yard sale in the sense that like pretty much everything in the house is out on the yard. Yes. He is like talking to this guy. He's like, aren't you, are you sure you're not interested? He's give, um, holding a video camera. He's like, $200 is only the asking price. So basically we're learning that Flanders is in trouble here. Yeah. He's in real financial trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, the man is not going to buy the camcorder. He refers to him as Ned, so they know they each other. They must know each other. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really sad. I don't... Uh, this made me feel sad. <laughs> um, here's something that made me feel sad. Uh, uh, as cool as Ned's uh, man cave is down in the basement, mm-hmm. their taste in furniture is awful. Yeah. I, I hate the Flanders furniture. <laughs> I okay. can't imagine, but like that that china hutch that they yeah. that they get here, the one that's in the shot here. Yeah, it's pink. It's ugly, and yeah. the bed is ugly. Like inside their bedroom, their furniture is ugly. I hate their furniture. That's all that I had to say about I'm it. Sorry. <laughs> um, so Homer approaches um, approaches Flanders, and he's like, "Hey, you know, is everything okay?" Uh-huh. And then he tells him that he's uh, just trying to get rid of some clutter, mm-hmm. and asks him if he sees anything he likes. Mm-hmm. And then that like sends Homer into this rage, where he's like, "Oh, it's not good enough for you, but it's good enough for me." <laughs> and like God, starts, Homer. yeah, like <laughs> fuck, Jesus Christ. So he. He's like, I want to be caught dead buying this. And then he sees the, the grill. grill. Yeah. And propane Elaine. Pro, yeah, propane Elaine. Mm-hmm. I, or at least presumably so. Yeah, she's yeah. a butane butte. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Homer is really going to lowball him here because he knows Flanders is desperate. Mm-hmm. 20 bucks. 20 I paid $300 for this last year. Uh, and he says, you were swindled. $20, take it or leave it. Yeah. Anyway, he's trying to get Homer to be reasonable. Obviously, Homer is not going to be. He even goes so far as to be like, no cash for Nettie. Bye-bye, Nettie. Bye-bye. You know, being a real A butt. real turd. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, a real olive turd. Like, you know, <laughs> you can see the chambers of you his colon. You can see the chambers. <laughs> <laughs> he's such an asshole. You can see straight up into the colon. Um, this is like a sigmoidoscopy. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, uh, Ned relents. He's like, fine. And then Homer even goes far enough to be like, well, maybe I don't want it now. I've changed my mind. Passing fancy. But if you throw in a few lawn chairs, that tool bench, it might rekindle my interest. And then... And then we cut to the backyard of and, the Simpsons' house, and he, like, the whole setup is back there. Yeah. To include the, the China Hutch. Yes. That and, Robert loves so oh, much. God, it's so ugly. And uh, Homer's wearing a shirt that says, Ned loves Maud. Yeah. Bart's wearing a shirt that says, Maud loves Ned. Yeah, so, and, like, Bart's wearing, presumably, Flanders's glasses. Is it right here? No, it's not right here. It's a little earlier in this episode. Like I think it's very early in the episode where Marge and Lisa do the mm, together, uh-huh. the groan together. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if that's the. I think that might be the first time we see them, the no. two Simpson women, not including Maggie, do the oh. the groan. I don't like this groan together. Right. No, so, I, anyways. I don't know. Um, so at this point, this is when Marge and Lisa come in. And they're like, what the hell is going on, essentially? And then Homer's like, yeah, this is the uh, 
uh, sorry, Marge asks, tells him, she's like, this is the entire Flanders living room set. Yeah. How much did you pay for this? And he tells her only $75. Yeah. And then, you know, she's now realizing how desperate. Yeah. Ned must be desperate. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Lisa chimes in. She says, I'm sure you did nothing to, to she's talking to Bart. I'm sure you did nothing to discourage this, uh, you scavenger of human misery. Mm-hmm. And, um, he tells her to keep keep her hands off his china hutch. Yep. So then we cut to the interior of the household. Homer is sitting on the couch. The doorbell rings. He opens it up, and a man by the name of Chuck Ellis is there from the Springfield Collection Agency. I'm here to ask you why you don't think you need to pay your bills. Homer, <laughs> thinking that this is here that he's here for him, he says, "Oh, I know, I need to pay them. There's just so many." Uh, Chuck responds, does it make you feel good about yourself to owe people money? We've been very patient with you, Mr. Flanders. And then Homer's like, oh, nope, wait a minute. I'm Homer Simpson. Flanders lives over there. Yep. And Homer's realizing now like how bad the Flanders are in debt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So (laughs) what's funny, uh, we get a good joke here, though. Anyway, he says, Flanders is in debt? Are you sure? He responds, we don't make mistakes. And he's writing in the, a ledger. And he's like, damn right-handed ledgers. First of all, they don't make mistakes, although he's at the wrong house. Yeah. Uh, and then, yes, you're right. He's writing in a right-handed ledger, and he can't write in those things. I have to say that it doesn't really matter one way or the... Well, I guess with the ledger, if you flip the book over backwards, and you don't write on the back of a paper is what they're getting at. Mm-hmm. But like with this book right here that I write my note, my show notes in here, I write on both sides. Mm-hmm. And even if I were left-handed, it would be a pain to write on the right-hand side. True. Uh, or, or, or excuse me, I am... What I meant to say is I am right-handed, and it's a pain to write on the left-hand side yeah. of the book. Anyway. Yeah. So, anyways... So, Homer starts to tell him about the store, and then... He interrupts him. He says, you're Homer Simpson. See you Thursday. And then Mm -hmm. Homer's dope. Yep. So then we cut to the the playground at the school. Mm -hmm. Lisa is playing her saxophone. No, you're you're skipping. What am I skipping? You're skipping. Um, uh, Bart's going back to karate. Oh. And um, what happens here? Oh, 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 yeah. No, no, you're right. Yeah. So Bart's going back to karate and Homer turns around after he drops him off and he sees Ned closing the store. It says out of business. Yes. It's the exact image Mm -hmm. that Homer envisioned when he made the wish. Yes. So Homer, Homer now I think is beginning to feel a little bit guilty about this whole situation which is thank god (laughs) yeah right uh because i was getting tired of this yes so um then we cut to the playground yeah lisa's playing her saxophone jimbo dolphin kearney come up and take it away they start playing keep away with the saxophone lisa is uh, lisa's trying to get it back in a classic game of again keep away Mm -hmm. and And she finally starts she she finally starts crying she starts crying yeah and uh, And, bart Bart comes up hey lisa something wrong yeah, and then she goes, not anymore. And then she turns around and she says, you punks are going to get a taste of your own medicine. This is my brother, and he knows karate. <laughs> to which Bart and Bart responds. is like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, of course, the bullies are the bullies. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're so scared. Don't hurt us. What are you going to do? Throw your diapers at us? Lisa responds, you just keep laughing. It only makes him matter. Turns to Bart. Come on, Bart. Start them off with a touch of death and go from there. Yes. You know what they always told us when I was in... Uh, when I was in acting classes, 
You can't start at the top. No, <laughs> you gotta, gotta work your way. Yeah, gotta work right. your way up. Um, did you ever have a karate phase where you wanted to do karate? Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Oh yeah, okay. I feel like that was very cool when we were young, Karate yeah. Kid and all that. Three Ninjas. Yeah, I had a friend in primary school, so K through two, who took karate, and he would teach me how to do karate on the playground. Oh boy. Yeah, and then one day he like cartwheeled out of nowhere and took me out and he got in big trouble oh yeah <laughs> wow yeah he just bam bam bigelow uh, you <laughs> pretty much it was uh he was a strange child well i guess so was i so anyway um <laughs> yeah so lisa is encouraging bart to to you know take care of the bullies for her uh-huh. and uh and, and obviously, Bart can't do it. Right. So, anyways, uh, they approach him. You know, we want to see the touch of death. Come on, Karate Kid, waste me. Yeah. And they laugh at him. The next thing we see is Bart hanging by his under underwear. From he the has, basketball hoop. Yep. He has been given, like, an ultimate wedgie. Yeah. And Lisa says, it's funny how two wrongs sometime make a right. Yeah. Thanks. So Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> then um, we're back at the Simpsons house. Yep. Um, Homer's outside, and Flanders calls him over. Well, he's going to go over to the Flanders door, but yeah, oh, there's yeah, a yeah. sign on the door saying, essentially, it's, it's basically been foreclosed. Yeah, yeah, foreclosed. And he, once, sorry, once Flanders sees Homer, he's like, hey, over here. And it turns out that they're in their car. Mm-hmm. Uh, implying that they're going to be staying in their car for the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, you know, are you going to live in your car? No, no, no. It's just a little camp out tonight. And then off to my sister's apartment in Capital City. Yeah. Uh, he turns to the boys in the car. He says, what do you think, kids? The big city. Yay. Uh, <laughs> he says then to Todd, who, mind you, is the younger of the two. Mm-hmm. He says, so Todd, I want to talk to your Uncle Homer. You're head of the car till I get back. <laughs> Because Maude and, T- and Rod are in the car too, yes. but I guess I guess Todd is the responsible one in this I guess situation. So, so uh, we get uh, what will come back to be a good callback a little bit later on. Grace guys are going to clear up. They start singing. Rod starts singing, and then they join in him yeah. with him. Put on a happy face. So what we didn't say is that the reason Homer's going over there is because he wants to give Flanders his stuff back. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So anyways. Flanders has walked walked off the, from the car with Homer. You know, I'm ruined. Mm-hmm. Time like these, I used to turn to the Bible to find solace, but even the good book can't help me now. Homer says, why not? Well, I sold it to you for seven cents. Yeah. And he says, uh, ever since the barbecue, nothing's gone right. It's like there's been a curse on him. Uh-huh. And then Homer s- starts crying. He says, it's all my fault. Yep. And Flanders is like, no, no, it's not. And then, yes, it is. Yep. You try, uh, Homer says, you know, or excuse me, Ned says, you tried to warn me about gambling, my family's future, and some on some pig in a poke. I didn't listen. Homer, you were a true friend. Homer says, no, I was swine. I was a, I was a swine. And then he stops and he says, listen, do you still have that door, that store? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two and more days. He has it for two more days, and then it becomes the Libertarian Party's headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yep. Uh, I, before we go any farther, I just want to point something out here. Okay. Um, this, I think that this premise of opening a mall store in uh, just a few years will be completely and utterly obsolete. Like, oh. In, uh, but what I mean by obsolete is in the sense that 
a young person will understand even what that means. Okay. Because, uh, because the malls are closing. Oh yeah. Like even there's a big mall close to us mm-hmm. that is closing, and I don't know if you know that you if you know this or not, but like there are, there are tenants in the mall still, mm-hmm. and they were like, they were they they thought they were going to have in, uh, until a few months into next year, but they have decided to go ahead and close the mall, and the reason is that the mall is costing the city something like a million extra dollars every couple of months mm-hmm. just to keep it just open. Just keep it open. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Um, there's a lot of dead malls around here. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the only I mean, mall that's not dead that I can think of is a big, big mall in Atlanta. The one that we went to mm-hmm. to ride the Pink Pig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well... Did that I sound mean, weird to you, listener? Yeah, the pink pig. But we know, we know what it is. <laughs> it's a Christmas tradition. It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, the internet made malls obsolete. Yeah. Like yeah, the, like the 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 idea of opening a store exclusively for left-handed goods is today a really stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's what Amazon is for, you know. Yeah, like I, I, you know, I guess in the in the day in back in the day in the '90s, like it would have been a better idea just because it's niche, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, this is what you do that nobody else does. Right. Uh, but nowadays, there's yeah, yeah. there's, yeah, there's yeah. no need. I, well, all I mean, all I mean to say by that, maybe that sounded really obvious, but all I mean to say by that is that. I think that in a few years, like a young person, like if a baby was born today, by the time they were 10 years old, they wouldn't understand what Mm-mm. like a mall well, was. Well, I mean, even now, like mall, cu- mall culture is not at all what it used to be. Yeah. Like, especially like, especially in the eighties, but in the nineties as well. Yeah. Like wh- what, what is, what is the equivalent of the modern mall rat? I, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't. I mean. <laughs> Fortnite, people people in our part of the world still hang out in the walmart parking lot i guess like yeah <laughs> yeah i i don't know what that would be but anyway yeah. so all that is to say that uh homer says no you're gonna uh, he says flanders open that store tomorrow he says there's no point and homer says i said do it yeah, so then Homer goes back home and he's calling everybody. He calls somebody named Jerry. I don't know yep. who that is. But um, he calls Mo. He hey, says, we get a good joke with Jerry, even though we don't know who he is. Yeah. He says, remember last month when I paid back that loan? Well, now you got to do a favor for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then um, he calls Mo. Mo's talking about a left-handed uh, corkscrew yep. Barney who is sleeping on his kitchen table <laughs> yep. but, uh, he's like kiss me I'm left-handed yep. and, and you know he's he's excited about that and essentially we call somebody else who yeah, I don't know he yeah. says uh, uh, his wife says Homer Simpson's on the phone well tell him I went out he says he needs you to he- she says he needs you to help Ned Flanders and he jumps straight up <laughs> off the couch yeah Ned Flanders is in trouble yeah and so then we cut back to Mr. Burns in his office trying to open the cat food uh-huh. and he you tell Smithers he's like I'm licked you have to open this can um and <laughs> classic classic move uh Flander, or I'm sorry, Smithers has no trouble, but he tells Mr. Burns that he softened up the can for him. Yes, but then uh, he opens up the suggestion box that's on the on the desk. He says, "Hold it, Smithers! I'll open the can to the mall." So Ned is coming into the uh, so coming into presumably the mall. Homer put a a note in the suggestion box. Yeah. to... And anyway, so uh, Homer has sent out the beacon, essentially, here. Mm-hmm. And Ned is at the mall. He's going up the escalator. 
Uh, this must be a different escalator from the one that leads to the law office. I guess so. <laughs> I can't believe it's a law firm. Yeah. Um, but something does happen here. I don't know if you noticed or not. As Ned is coming up and, you know, Maud and Rod and Todd lean over the lean over the rail, Maud says, hurry, Nettie, hurry. It's go golly. It's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Like, he comes up the uh, escalator and Homer is right there leading people into the leftorium. But we see an image of Ned here as he's getting off the escalator, and behind him is a store called the Perky Hut. Perky Hut. Yeah. I wonder if that was a mistake. The wiki says that the Jerky Hut is misspelled the Perky Hut. <laughs> oh, okay. So it is a mistake. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I, I I thought I thought for sure that it was a mistake. Dang, animators in training. <laughs> Stupid AITs. Yeah. Uh, anyways, oh. Oh, there's a hummingbird on our bush. Oh. Oh, boy. Hi, hummingbird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is is a chaotic episode today. We are all over the place. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I I lost my spot, so please... Okay, we're, we're at minute number 20, 2018. Okay. Anyways, so Homer is leading people in, and the place is full of people. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Akira is there, Mayor Quimby is there, Apu is there, Chief Wiggum is there. Princess Cashmere. Princess Cashmere is there. Mel. Yeah. Yeah. And they are all finding exactly what they've been looking for the whole episode. Mo finds his corkscrew. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, Chuck from the collection agency mm-hmm. finds a left-handed ledger. Yep. Akira uh, finds left-handed nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody's like super jazzed. And yep. like, who else is there? We have Professor Lombardo. Uh-huh. Eddie's there. Marvin Monroe. Yep. Um, the guy that sang karaoke at the um, the Japanese restaurant. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, Rishi Sakai, I think is his name. Like, there's a lot of people hanging out. In wow, you remembered his name. That's pretty good. <laughs> I would not have been able to pull that out. I, I, I can identify episodes within the first couple of minutes now. So oh, that's right. I'm, I'm a <laughs> professional. <laughs> so, so there's a lot. Yeah, there's lots of people there. Anyway, we get we cut. We when we don't we don't cut. We move to a scene with Mr. Burns walking up to the uh, counter. He's got his pile of left-handed uh, yeah. can openers. And uh, oh, just to prove that Mr. Burns is rich, he says the boys at the Diners Club will think I've gone quite mad. So Mr. Burns is a member of Diners Club. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, and then he says that he'll take the Roadster in the corner. What we yes. didn't mention before is that there is a car in this store for sale. Yes, as and well. I couldn't read it while we were watching this. Either fifteen thousand dollars or seventy five. Yeah, seventy five. I I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought it was seventy five, but I could be. Wrong. Uh, we'll just go with seventy five because it's going to save his house and yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah. It's the implication here at least yeah so um he dumps all the can openers on the counter and he says huzzah for the shopkeep and everybody starts cheering yep ned then turns to homer and says homer affordable tract housing made us neighbors but you made us friends homer then turns to the crowd saying to ned flanders the richest left-handed man in town and then rod jumps in uh with his little guitar and they start to sing, uh, put on a happy face again. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I got something. No, oh, man. Did you cry? <laughs> no, I got something oh. to say about this. Okay. Why do they start with the second verse here? Probably because they sing the first verse I earlier. I know, I know. But this, l- listen, like I've, I've, I, I may have watched this episode when it aired for the first time. I've, I've watched it before. And even when I was young watching this, I remember being like, no crowd is going to start <laughs> with the second verse. That's of true. A song. That's fair. Um, That's so- like, some other people that are at the store, real quick, we got Emily Winthrop, we got Skinner, Mrs. Krabappel's there, Martha Prince, who is um, 
Martin's, Martin's mother. mother. Yeah. She's there too. Krusty's there. Uh-huh. Like fucking the entirety of Springfield's there. Uh, the oh, oh Wiggum's there. Excuse me. Um. So, anyways, uh, they they end with the singing of the second verse. Uh, gray skies are gonna clear up. Stick out that noble chin. Mm-hmm. Wipe off that full of oh, that full of doubt. Look. Slap on a happy grin. Blah blah blah. And spreads su- <laughs> and spreads and, and spreads sunshine. That's how it goes yeah. all over the place. Just put on a happy face. Cut to credits. Cut credits. End of episode. All right. So, uh. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, considering what you said last week, I was a little leery, but uh-huh. it was not. Homer's a jerk yes. in this, yes, and we've established that is not something we enjoy. Uh huh. Um, but in the end, he redeems himself, and I think that's what's different between this episode and some of the other episodes we've watched. He may have redeemed himself in those episodes, but like. This time, it, he is like literally helping lift up somebody. He yeah. he has been. Um, yeah, uh, this is quite different on the ending yeah. from say uh, 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 the pup, the, yes. the mini golf one, uh, dead putting society. Dead putting society. Thank yeah. you. Uh, yes, because Homer at the end has not learned his lesson there, but here, here he learned his lesson. He, he, he learned his lesson, and we get. I think here we actually get the first instances of Homer showing some kind of affection to Ned that we've seen. Right? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, this is definitely the first episode where Flanders is like the focus. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you you see like the the complexity of their relationship is shown. Just by the fact that, in the end, Homer cares enough to help him out. Yeah. Where I think is that is not something that we have seen before. Yeah, he has enough. Homer is not a decent guy most of the time, much of the time, Mm -hmm. especially in this episode. Mm -hmm. But he has enough decency to not only love Marge and love his kids... But he also shows a little bit of love for his neighbor, or well, at least sympathy yeah, for his neighbor. Yeah, and, and you see that a little bit throughout, because he wants to tell people, or he thinks of telling the people that yeah. need this stuff about the store. Right. But it takes like him seeing the kids in the car it, yeah. to, to fully act on it. And I suppose I could harp here for a little while about how it should not take the most extreme circumstance in order to draw that out of somebody, but I'll let it go but then because you, it's a you cartoon. Don't, yeah, I was, yeah, it's a cartoon. And like you don't have... like The extremes play better on TV. Yeah. You know, I, subtlety yeah. is not a good like way of portraying that, I guess. Especially yeah. in this show. Yes. Okay. I'll, I, I'll, I'll buy that. I, I don't want to harp on that. I just, I, I, uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I, I like this episode. Okay. Um, I think that, I think that the assessment of it belonging more like season two ish is, yeah. is fair. Um, the animation was weird. That, yeah, it, it's got a weird feel to it on top of it not being, like, the best, like, synopsis, I guess. Yeah. The best plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It was, it was <laughs> my metric. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. It was fine. Okay, it was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. So, like, I, I, I think this episode is, I think this episode is, is enjoyable, 
Um, I probably won't be clamoring to watch it again no. anytime soon. That's that tracks with how many times I guess I've probably seen this maybe a couple of times before. Um, but uh, we continue the march, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that we have. I'm glad that we made it through, and I'm glad that I feel I do feel better about this episode than I did. This, as as was mentioned last week, is what anxiety looks like. I had this like crazy anxiety about this episode and me really hating it, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And, no, uh, and that's that's good. Right, that's good. We faced our fears. Good job. <laughs> I'm sorry you were afraid to watch this episode. But, um, you know, but there you go. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening. We sure do appreciate that, and we hope that you enjoyed the conversation. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you happen to be listening to this on. And if you could do us a big favor and leave us a rating, the highest rating on that platform, we sure would be appreciative of that. Also, make sure that you're following us on our social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Escalator to Nowhere Pod, and you can also find us on Twitter at Esk to Nowhere Pod. If you'd like to reach out to us and send us an email, we would love to hear from you. You can do so at Escalator to Nowhere Pod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, next week Bart the Murderer. Bart the Murderer. Yeah, yep. we're going to meet somebody important. Tony. Yeah, Fat Tony's going to be I just saw it on the week. wiki. I know you did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we're going to meet Fat Tony next week. So make sure, that, again, that you're hitting that subscribe button. We would love to see you. We drop all of our main episodes on Wednesday mornings at 7.42 Eastern Standard Time. We also have been doing bonus episodes, so you'll be, uh, uh, you'll be able to catch up on those as we make our way through the Simpsons shorts. So thank you, everybody, uh, so very much for listening. Uh, We sure do enjoy doing these. We hope that you enjoy listening to them. And we'll look forward to next week for Bart the Murderer. But until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. I am learning. And we will see y'all next time. So until then. Smell you later. Bye. Bye.